Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're joining us from. This is the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Monday, the 3rd of December, 2018. This is episode number 64, and I am Edwin Frondozo. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live radio call-in show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they are calling in. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I am super, super, super excited to to introduce my co-host today, a friend, amazing thought leader, entrepreneur. His name is Rivers Corbett. He's a serial entrepreneur, TEDx speaker, entrepreneur in residence. Um, the list could go on and on. And, and I know I know when I bring on Rivers, he's he's going to love it that I'm talking about him all this time. <laughs> <laughs> but but we met actually a number of years ago um, through the Startup Canada ecosystem. He's out in the East Coast. I'm in Toronto. And we always um, have a blast when we're together. So we thought it would be fitting to do a show, not only on Startup Con- Canada, probably on podcasting. And really, I, w- I really want to see what's going on 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 his his end of the world um so if you are just joining us live feel free to ask a question right into the browser um if you have any stories or if you heard of of rivers or, or listen to his podcast and want to want to jump on live let us know just let us know in the browser love to have you rivers good morning how are you doing today Edwin, buddy, it's always great to hang out. I I didn't sleep last night, dude, to be quite honest with you, because I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, whatever. I love it. I love the it. Dog, but I do love you, man. You are my brother from another mother, and you, uh, I, I, uh, I admire all the stuff you're doing. And hey, congratulations on your recent uh, award for uh, you know podcast of the year. You're, you're just doing epic stuff, man. Congratulations. Well, Rivers, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, you know what? I've never told you sort of the the idea where my podcast came from. And, and and actually, you were one of the catalysts to it because at that time, two years ago, my daughter was about six months. I mean, this is a quick story before we get in. My daughter was about six months old, and I was just grilling through all these personal development books. I read one. I read one book from Jonathan Fields, How to Live a Good Life. And at that same week, I, I you interviewed me. Ah, cool. So cool. you know, I was going into the new year thinking what to do, and then, um, you know, a couple of weeks later, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna launch a podcast. Like out of nowhere, I'm like, I'm gonna launch a podcast. But I, I actually say that I, I got interviewed, and you were the one who interviewed me when I talked to people. They're like, Oh, how did you, how did you come up with the idea? I'm like, Well, you know, rivers and and reading this book, and not to say it happened like like that but that was sort of the the two things that were happening in my life at the time well don't let the, don't let your audience think you're not competitive at all in that nature because they should also know that that i jabbed you that uh, about not doing enough marathons to keep up with me and now you've done three which equals what i've done and uh, now you're going to do four i understand in berlin next year yeah, no, that's that's fairly new news. I haven't even really announced it uh, um, <laughs> because I'm still I'm still to be quite honest, I'm still trying to forget my last marathon. <laughs> but but I just they just announced the lottery last uh, Thursday, so uh, got into got into the Merlin Berlin marathon. And uh, so if you are listening, you're going to be out in Berlin or or running. Let me know. I'd love to 
love I'd love to have an accountability partner <laughs> for sure. But uh, let's just let's just jump into it. I know you. I mean, I love what you do in social media rivers. You're always out there. You're always talking about entrepreneurships, the fears of starting. And, and I know you recently started an amazing Facebook group um, for Headspace for Entrepreneurs. So maybe let's just start off there. Like what do you, when you talk to entrepreneurs, what's like the number one tip that you give to them to, I guess there's no guarantees, but to, to really get to success. Yeah, that's a great question. And I, you know, there's really five things that I focus in on when I'm, you know, the five keys to success with the, with, with the, the journey, I always call it the journey of being an entrepreneur. I, I re always refer to it as, you know, you're in a laboratory and you need to have that, that mindset. And so as, 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 you know, as cliche as it is, that's the first thing that I always do when I'm, particularly when I'm working with beginning entrepreneurs, starters. And so when it's my job, and I, I regard, uh, I regard um, uh, um entrepreneurship the game of business as just that a game and i use the analogy of baseball all the time and that most baseball games are won by getting to first base not the grand slams and so when i'm working with startups people that are just beginning their journey as an entrepreneur i always start with a focus on their mindset to understand the game they're about to play which is about laboratory and it's a five-year thing i said for god's sakes they're still trying to find out the cure for cancer so it's it's about it's about trial it's about <laughs> it's about things blowing up but it's also about those little successes along the way where ultimately you get to the point that you you find the formula for success that you want and i think we glorify entrepreneurship way too much in the way that they're the proverbial overnight successes and they're not and so once people start to understand that piece that mindset piece then i can and and remind them about that then I can, uh, you know, begin to dig, dig into the deeper things such as teamwork, such as cash flow, and uh, and the, the concept that business is dating and so on. But that, that's really where it all starts with. If you don't have that mindset of being in a laboratory uh, and that it's a game, it's about first base first, uh, then you will ultimately fail. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard. I mean, being an entrepreneur myself, I mean, almost 14 years now, I know, I know first off, I always thought, you know, I was an entrepreneur second. I mean, I never thought a laboratory, but I always thought of just getting out there and selling and stuff like yeah. that. Like, but like that mind shift as well to be in a laboratory, that took me a long time as well. And, and this, sometimes you, people tell you this all the time, friends, colleagues, but sometimes as an entrepreneur and you, you, you might've seen this around, around cause, cause I know you've been an advisor for a long time, but you probably yeah. seen this a lot where people just don't want to hear it. Right. No, they don't. No, and it's you know I'm I'm now I'm now seasoned enough that uh, that I really just say well you know you can't save everybody and uh, you know my time's precious your time's precious and if people really don't want to understand the the, the basics playing the game and they want to fight them well they're just not going to play the game right so they will so why you know why do I want to be in that, on that team I don't want to be a Cleveland Browns play uh, team I want to be a... <laughs> sorry guys. I want to be, a, of course, a Tom Brady fan, which I am huge. But that's uh, that, that's bad. Some people just don't want to know it. And, and you know, another thing that you mentioned, and I don't know if you, you see this more and more. You talked about sales, and dude, you hit it bang on. You know, we really spend way too much time on teaching entrepreneurs on how to pitch to investors. When really we need to change that to spend that amount of time and teaching them how to sell. There's nothing nothing better to raise your own money by selling products 
than by get your pitch deck ready, you know, talk to investors. You don't, you know, like a lot of times you don't need investors. And we spend as a society way too much time teaching them that. So I love that you said get out there and make a freaking sale. It was bonus. So, and, and here's a question for you because your your business was uh, voice over internet, right? Yes. That was your business? Yeah. I mean, dude, that's one of the most boring, jo- uh, boring uh, things in the world to try to position a value process. How did you do that? Because there's a lot of commodity sales here. Tell us, uh, tell us how you went into the market with the differentiator marketing that really made you stand out amongst your competitors. I mean, that's a great question. Um, definitely, uh, boring businesses is where the money's made. First off, I'll put that. <laughs> I'll put that out there. People love it, and 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 just to put your point about pitching best new ideas. You know, I, I judge pitch events all the time. I give advice and, you know, people are always looking for that, you know, that shiny new service that's going to blow people out of the water, but it's the boring services actually that, that stay around for a long time. Right. Um, but, um, to get started in telecom, I actually, I, I used to work at Nortel, which is for those who are listening and maybe not know they're, they were a global giant, and when it comes to telecommunications, when it comes to the internet, I was around pre-internet rivers. I was selling the dream. Like I was working in, in marketing. I was talking to the sales teams in, in, in the organization saying, okay, we're going to build this optical network, global one, so you could get video on demand. Like no one understood that concept. Yeah, it, actually, right. it actually happened 10 years later. Like I, this was like 1998. It was only when the iPhone came and it's like, oh, look, we have video on demand. Like no one really, like, that's a 10 year gap. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> like, like, so I was, I was deep into like this vision of understanding where the world was going. Cause we were, you know, doing all this. I like, I, this was working out of Ottawa when I was uh, just my internship, you know, computer engineering. Um, right. But long story short, there was a fall of Nortel. If it's surprise, surprise, they actually there was like when I was there, there was a hundred thousand employees worldwide. Like this was not a small company. This is bigger than any tech company that hey, Canada. This is Shukla. Sorry, you know my friend Dorinder Shukla. He worked in Nortel. Oh, I mean, a lot of people did. You live in Canada. You know my friend Edwin. I know, right? I know, right? But long story short, like. That went down, and I was a young guy. I was like 24. They gave me half a year or almost a year's salary. I was just like, see you later, goodbye. And then yeah. I and then I was in a course where they were, you know, I was in a room with people who worked for Nortel for 25 years. They never wrote a resume. They were crushed. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm, ne- I'm never going to work for a big company again. <laughs> that, that was like sort of my turning point. I was like, oh, I'm never going to work for them. But yeah, to, yeah. To, get yeah. to, to get to where I was selling – I, when I started, decided to start my own business, I was sort of had strategic partners that got me in the door. It's like, oh, you're with, not to name any incumbents. Oh, you're with Bell, for example. Maybe I could, I could help you save money by going to your competitor or you could buy Edwin's VoIP services. Like I didn't even have a brand, right? Like I was just like, or you could buy this. (laughs) Edwin's voice services. Right? Yes. But to my surprise, and I'm talking to people on Bay Street in Toronto, they're like, Edwin, I love what you're, I love your value prop. If you could do that and it's cheaper than this and that's, I'll do, I'll go with you. 
So that 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 was like like we bootstrapped and we built Slingshot on our own. Like we raised like this was before this whole hype of all the startup ecosystems, right? I didn't even know about a startup ecosystem when I started Rivers. I was just out there hustling. That's what I called it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The hustle ecosystem. Yeah. I think that's so important when you're bringing this up again because it's it's people. Oh, I gotta get my logo. I gotta I gotta get my logo done before I get out. Or I gotta get my business card before I get out. And oh well, I'm just gonna sit in here and do some more research. And it's like the best laboratory is to get in the game. I was talking to a, 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 um, a PhD this morning, brilliant man. He's a very successful entrepreneur. We were laughing about the fact, you know, here's this guy who has a PhD. Well, he still doesn't have all the freaking answers. No, because you got to get in the game to figure it out. You can't just sit on the sidelines. So, so yeah, I love it. The hustle economy. So congratulations. I, I, I just think this is a brilliant reference point for everybody that's on your podcast right now is that just get out there, just do it and learn from doing. It's so important. Yeah, do your research, make sure you're hanging out with the right customer segments and make sure there's a match between your value proposition and them, but then just get out there and, and make it happen. So, so brilliant, yeah. man. I love it. Make a sale. Yeah, if you're just joining us live, Rivers, my co-host and I, what we're talking about right now is, is being an entrepreneur, getting in the right mindset, the headspace is what Rivers likes to say. And really, and really, really experiment. So, if you have any questions, any comments, uh, any success stories, we'd love to hear from you. Put it in the comments below. Um, otherwise, on the replay, let me know uh, if you have a question for me or Rivers. I'll definitely get it to Rivers as well. Um, I really wanted to go. I know our time is limited today. It's Monday, um, but I wanted to get your thoughts because you've been on the board of Startup Canada. You help you know, launch this nationwide um, um, movement. I'd like to get your thoughts on the state of entrepreneurship in Canada now, Rivers. Rivers, are you still there? Did I lose I you? am still there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, did you hear my question? No, I'll ask it again. Sorry, because I did lose you for a sec. I'm sorry. Ah. Go for it again. <laughs> this, is, this is the beauty of live. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So, but see, there's the thing. It's like, okay, I got disconnected. I'll get back in the freaking game, Rivers. Boom, boom, boom. I'm back. I'm here. I'm ready That's to go. It. He's back in game. He's tagged in. Um, no, I just wanted to get your thoughts because you, you played a special role in advancing Startup Canada, you know, yep. one of the founding boards. I wanted to get your thoughts now, 2018, rolling into 2019. What's What's your thoughts of the state of entrepreneurship in Canada now? You know what? That's a great question. And I absolutely love it because, you know, when you look at the, the transformation of when I went to school, you talk about no such thing as internet. Well, there was no such thing as a fax machine when I started in high school. And, you know, business was, was typing. So you took a freaking typing and accounting class. And so what <laughs> I love about it, you know, now is I really think it's the next revolution, industrial revolution, the internet revolution. You know, you've got now the entrepreneur revolution. So back to the days when there used to be so many farmers who were looking at their own self-sufficiency, now you're having a, a wave going back to entrepreneurship as a recognized profession. First of all, it's not, oh, well, you know, my, my son's a doctor, my son's a, or my daughter's a, a lawyer. Oh, poor Mary, her son's, her son's Rivers. She, he's an entrepreneur. What did she do wrong? <laughs> you know, you don't have that anymore. You have it as a very valued profession. You have all kinds of resources around it. And uh, and now, what the, the other thing that's really cool about all this is there's a great sense of hope that now happens because people are recognizing that they can really take control of their own destiny. I mean, I'm looking at that GM plant up in your part of the woods, 
you know, 2,500 people are going to, uh, going to lose their jobs. Well, what, you know, what a great opportunity for them to, as you did, just to say, oh my gosh, this is actually quite an opportunity. I'm going to get some cash. Let's go out and start to control my destiny again. And uh, so lots of mo momentum, lots of dialogue, lots of great podcasts. It's a, it's a cool time to be part of this journey of either being an entrepreneur or supporting them. We don't all have to be entrepreneurs, but um, it's, 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 it's ripe, man. I'm so, I'm so fortunate to be right in the middle of it, uh, doing what I love to do, but also, you know, uh, helping a bunch of people along the way. It's, it's, it's cool. I don't know. It's, you, you must see that too with, with your journey with startup Toronto and, with your podcast and with startup Canada. I mean, by, and by the way, again, don't tell me you're not competitive because I, I happen to know that last year you and I met the prime minister together and this year you were in the room again and I didn't get to go. So what, what the heck is that? How do you keep managing these one-ups on me, dude? Well, I mean, I'm, I learned from the best and then, <laughs> and then, and then the, you know, sometimes you just got to surpass the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I, you know, once you, you know, you find a mentor, you replicate what they're doing, and you get better secretly in the in, in, in the lab, right? But um, going with the with the, with the uh, you know the whole lab. I mean, you know, sorry to keep on going, but you know, it. I would think it'd be natural that you're seeing that in large centers like uh, like uh, Toronto, but I'm not in my province, in Brunswick in particular. There's just so many amazing quiet stories of entrepreneurship happening right now around the province. And so you would never have heard that, you know, uh, you know, five, six years ago. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about your, your part of the world. I know, I know you're playing a vital role in terms of bringing up a lot of ecosystems, bringing up a lot of the support and supporting the folks that, that really want to bring out the voice. So, and like, I, like I messaged you a couple of weeks ago, like I, I need to get out there and just hang out. Right. Yeah. Really, 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 really get to the East coast. But one thing I just want to mention before I get on, uh, get on, um, I know the folks in GM in Oshawa, I know our, our friend Patrick Liver startup Durham. He's already, he's already yeah. talking to, people in the area really seeing how how their ecosystem could help and motivate nice. and get people there i know i know he's as soon as that announcement came they were they were doing a lot of announcements out there so uh, definitely cool. definitely out there if you have any ideas for for the folks our friends out there um that'd be great um yeah so here's, here's what people need to understand again i said is that you know everybody on uh, listening now into your podcast has played uh, a team sport at some level. I don't care if you did it willingly or not willingly, uh, but the fact is you played on a team to, uh, to, to play a game, a team sport. And when you, when you started that sport, it was very simple. Yet there were certain rules that you had to abide by. And then to become better at that game, you practice those rules again and again. Business is no different. It's not scary. It's just got rules that you need to learn and you need to practice them again and again in order to become very successful at it. So, yeah, I concur. Anybody listening to this podcast, get to Patrick at Startup Durham, and uh, and uh, he can help to help you get started in learning the rules so you can start your own game of entrepreneurship. No, for sure. A quick shout-out to Indigo Butterfly. Thanks for tuning in. Rivers, he was super happy to hear 
the story about New Brunswick, you know, hearing about entre- entrepreneurship outside of the TO bubble. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, being part of Startup Canada, for those who are listening, I'll, I'll put in the URL there. Startup Canada is a national organization that helps every entrepreneur as part of this network, by the way. Um, really gets the story support to to everyone, not only the one percent high growth tech companies that everyone right. in in the tech teal bubble only hear about. I mean, there's so many entrepreneurs in Toronto. Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild that we're only really focused on the high growth. Which of course, yeah, they create jobs. But if you have a thousand small business owners who employ ten people. That's a lot of people employed too, right? <laughs> so, yeah, well, it is true. And you know what's interesting too, Edwin, in, you know, in our research that uh, that of all the entrepreneur endeavors that are running right now, there's only like 15 to 16 percent of them that are tech-based companies. So that means there's another 85, 84 percent that are doing non-tech activities that are that is that are just as uh, just as powerful. Uh, I mean, you and I interview people all the time in that regard. And so, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's not about the tech play. It's about the entrepreneur play. That's right. That's right. Um, I know we got a couple more minutes left, but I, I definitely want to ask you this while we're recording, while we're streaming live. What are what are the key learnings that you've had running super successful podcasts? I mean, I did learn a lot from from Startup Canada's Plus and you and, and interviewing you, your interviewing style. So I'd love to get your tips. Yeah, no worries. So, uh, so this means you'll become better at it. This is what you're doing again. You're fa- I'm falling into the Edwin trap. Uh, That's right. Teach me what you know. <laughs> no, it all serves here. Rivers, some, some Rivers. Things. By the way, it's keep your enemies close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, brother. I, I, you know, here's a couple of things. Uh, one is obviously be passionate about your topic. That's that's an obvious one. The second one is is that I always say, you know, I'm here for my audience first, my guests second, and me third. Um, the th- the third thing is is podcasting, and uh, for me, I'm just so blessed to have the Startup Canada team uh, behind me in, in producing the Startup Canada podcast. You know, I don't do the editing, I don't do I don't do any of that technical stuff because I'm not good at it. And you're li- I have an you're living the dream, Rivers. You're living the dream. I- I know, dude, because I know you do a lot of this stuff, and I, it's why I admire you for what you do. I really have got, have, have won the mothership on this because these guys they get the guests, they give me the scripts, and so on. And the last one, that the last piece of advice that I'm going to give to you, anybody's listening who wants to start a podcast, is remember this is a dialogue. That's what I love about Edwin's um, conversation. It's just a conversation, and they used to give me at Startup Canada like like 15 questions I had to ask. And I got to shove this all within, uh, you know, uh, 30 to 40 minutes because entrepreneurs don't don't stay engaged long. So I started going through my, my first year. I'll get through the questions, but through the questions. But what was happening is there wasn't a connection happening between me and my guest. And so uh, and so I said, reduce the questions. And then I said, reduce the questions some more. And then I was at the fireside conference up in the northern part around Durham region, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. Anyway, I forgot my glasses. I was doing a live podcast with the founders of the fire of the fireside uh, conference, and uh, I forgot my glasses, and so I couldn't read the script they gave me. So I said, "Frig it." Well, I didn't say it that way. I said it a little bit, better, a little bit differently, but and I just winged it. And I got to tell you, it was it was the most enjoyable conversation that I learned. You can engage more 
uh, so you can get more out of people when you're actually listening to what they're saying That's versus right. trying to just get ahead with a uh, with a with oh, I gotta ask this uh, gotta ask this question. So and it's that's more fun. What I do. I, I think it's more fun that way too, right? Mm, mm. Yeah. I totally agree. So all of those elements, I think, are are important as you're uh, as you're moving forward. And of course, wrapping around that, you know, if you, if you can make some freaking money off of it too, that's uh, that's even better. Um, and um, and there's ways to do that. There's ways not to do it. But or you just want to build a brand around it, which we've been lucky, both of us. You know, we. We're, we're now tied into our podcast identity, which is fantastic. So, but that's a, that's the big win learn for me is get engaged in the conversation because then everybody wins. And, you know, and I'll say one more thing on it. I'm sorry. I'm rambling on, but I think it's important. I, when I can get from somebody to one of two things, or maybe both, if I get two, then I know I've really hit it out of the ballpark. When people say to me during the conversation, Oh, that's cool. That's a very good question. When they're saying that without yes. me saying it. And then the second thing, when they're finished the podcast, they say, Rivers, that was a lot of fun. When I get those two points for me, I, might, I know that I have done a, a great job. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally agree for those for those listening who, uh, who are even thinking about doing something similar, whether it's a podcast or a Facebook Live. These are these are key things in terms of it's yeah. it's really and, and the one thing I really appreciated what you shared, Rivers, is that you mentioned that it's about the listeners and it's about your guests. It's not about you. No. Um, no. I've had, I've, I've had people try to tell me, Edwin, you need to, you know, give more about you. I'm like, no, but it's not about me. I'm just a facilitator at this point. I need, I want, I want, I want to make sure I help tell their story. Right. But rivers, right I, I know we got to go, we got to run. It's, it, it's, this, it's December 3rd, you know, um, I want to get, I want to get, um, for those listening live, um, or or on the replay probably now but uh, uh if you have any questions for rivers rivers where could find more information about you startup fredericton i'm just going to drop here the link of startup fredericton um anything else you want to share with the listeners today yeah just uh, they can get a hold of me at riverscorbett.ca that's riverscorbett with two t's.ca sends you to an about me page and there's a links there all kinds of neat things and and so thank you for that opportunity, Evan. I look forward to chatting with anybody that wants to come my way. Rivers, you know what? It's an absolute pleasure. Let's definitely put it in the calendar in, in the first quarter next year for you to co-host. And let's talk about something more focused, maybe even when we talk about mind space, headspace, or, or really do a deep dive in one of the topics that you're super passionate about and, and something that maybe our listeners would want to hear. Love aligning with you, man. We're heading in the same direction. We may as well do it together. Exactly, brother. All right. Have have a fantastic week. We'll talk soon. Bye, Bill. Thanks for the time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. This is the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show. It happens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So be sure to catch us. And if you haven't done so yet, check out my podcast. It's called the Business Leadership Podcast, where I interview business leaders to talk about their personal journey and experience when it comes to business leadership. You could catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. A new episode drops every Tuesday, so be sure to look out for it tomorrow. But that's a wrap, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy December. A couple of weeks left in the week, in the year, 2018. So let's get on it. That's it, Edwin, signing off.